welcome to Illyrium. Welcome, 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 welcome to Illyrium. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think it was Illyrium? I don't know. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Ride Home Podcast. My name is Abby. Hey, guys. It's Caitlin. So we took a little bit of a break there, and I know we uploaded our Instagram review of The Black Phone. That's the only movie we've seen Mm -hmm. in theaters um, since then, but it's great to be back. It is. It feels like it's been way longer than it has actually been. It has felt like an actual month. And I I, I don't know how to process that. Yeah. There's a lot that's been going on that no (laughs) one knows how to process. So maybe that's why it's felt so long. Yeah, that's true. So the world is kind of in a strange place and we're a little bit exhausted. And let's just say the break last week was very, uh, it was planned initially, like in advance before all of the mm-hmm. things went to shit but mm-hmm. having timing. that break was was good timing yeah for the sure. timing was perfect but we are definitely very happy to be back tonight and we just got out of the theater and we saw a movie that i've been excited for for like over a year now yeah thor love and thunder yes so as always ladies first mm-hmm. coming out of the theater nice and fresh what are your thoughts This is a particularly hard one for me to condense my thoughts in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep it as short as possible. And then I will elaborate later. Okay. Um, So I'm just going to do a one word. Ooh, a one word description. Okay. One word review. It was really fun. That's two words. Okay. Well, yeah. (laughs) But yes. An adverb and an adjective. Yeah. There you go. Really fun. (laughs) I agree completely, and I think that my I'll do three words is okay. if, I'll do four because I'll, I'll match your really fun. Okay, it was a really fun fever dream. Okay, it was so far out there that some people it might be a little too far out there, mm-hmm. but I thought it was an absolute blast. I thought so too. I enjoyed it like start to finish. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. As I was sitting there, I was thinking like, sure, this is, you know, it had action elements and it was a superhero movie there. You know, Thor is in the movie, but it didn't feel like a superhero movie that I was watching. It genuinely felt like I was watching a comedy. Yeah. But like in a really good way, Mm -hmm. it was some of the funniest humor I think we've ever seen in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, now let's just remember, I have not seen every Marvel movie ever. (laughs) I am not a Marvel super fan. So I really do need you to see Ragnarok. Okay, I do need to see that. Um, So based on my limited experience with Marvel, I would say it is probably the funniest one that I've personally seen. I can't even begin to explain how good the writing and the Mm. timing and the direction from Taika Waititi was. Now that I'm kind of understanding him more and who he is, yeah. like, this was just him all right? over it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was just, like, him in a movie. Yeah. And it was so... I think that's what makes it so different and yeah. so unique in that it didn't really feel... 
you didn't really get that full sin superhero. I mean, you yeah. did. That and there was multiple superheroes in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's still that was not the focus, right? You know, the focus was really on telling a story and so much humor throughout mm-hmm. telling that story. It was absolutely hysterical. I mean, they're in the trailer, so it's not a, a surprise here, but there are these two <laughs> massive goats that <laughs> scream through the whole thing. And if I told somebody like in the parking lot, like, oh, you're going to go in there and goats are going to scream for two hours, you would be like, man, like that's... <sighs> They really have to do No it was fucking hilarious It was great Every time Like you said The timing was everything The timing was everything The comedic timing Was perfect And the delivery of all of the comedic Everything Was perfect Yeah I completely agree Chris Hemsworth is For being as jacked And as beautiful And as perfect for a superhero As he is He truly is a comedian Like at heart Like he is so natural at delivering those ridiculous comedic lines and it doesn't come off as forced. It doesn't mm-hmm. come off as, which to be honest with you, like in the same movie is Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. And I think Chris Pratt does come across that way. Like he does come across as forced yeah. and he does try to like, which is funny because he has more of a background in comedy than uh-huh. like Chris Hemsworth does. But Chris Hemsworth was a, an absolute natural you know, Thor has always been funny. He's been mm-hmm. funny from the first movie, but this was really like he came to play in his prime. Yeah, this One is prime Thor. Yes. Yeah, I mean physically and Lord, we got to see his little bum bum. We saw his whole booty, a great booty on display. Yeah, and we loved it. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. One <laughs> I might was say. not expecting to see his bum in a I wasn't expecting to see a bum in a Marvel movie right um which I think that is something that as we were sitting there in the theater talking about the movie our friend Kevin leaned over and was like there's a lot of like curse words in this and and there's obviously like a brief amount of nudity and I was like yeah they really like leveled up this movie into something a little more adult Yes, and I think they almost had to, you know, Mm -hmm. like because of the way that the comedy was playing out and the way that it was written. Yeah. Like it needed that. Yeah. Like it it, it did feel a little bit more adult. Of course, like the goats, like kids would think that was hilarious too. Right. Right. But there was a lot of comedy that really was specifically for adults only. Correct. And I also think that the themes of of the movie mm. were way more adult than normal. They kind of take a big stab at organized religion mm-hmm. in the movie. And so there is a, a heavy, heavy theme with really, really funny moments. Mm-hmm. And I don't think like kids are going to be able to comprehend it at all. They're probably going to hate it, to be honest. That's the thing that's interesting is it, it was pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times where it was really dark and really heavy. Yeah. But there was so much comedy throughout that it really didn't feel like it didn't weigh it you didn't down at heavy. all. Yeah. You know, and and like, can we just talk about like Christian Bale for one second? We absolutely can. Because, like, we, they, I've got lots to say about Go ahead. him. He, first of all, was almost unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite villains, maybe ever. Ever? Yeah. 
I think you could say that because I'm thinking it. Like, I'm feeling it. He was sick, he dude. Was a, he was a vibe. He was a whole ass villain vibe. So what's funny, too, is that like Christian Bale, I don't think I've ever told you this. He was like my my high school crush. <laughs> so I had pictures of him in my locker oh my because he was Batman. Oh, yeah. And I was I was into him and and I seeing him as like a little skinny baldy with scars everywhere and i was just like oh man <laughs> yeah so yes yeah. he was not recognizable no at all. really not recognizable but but man, absolutely incredible i can't Im- it's weird i can't really imagine anyone else being up no. that villain he played it perfectly out of any villain specifically in the marvel series even though you know, there have been villains with a little bit more might and mm-hmm, power mm-hmm. or like loftier goals. Mm-hmm. His character's name was like his full, his Christian name is Gore the God Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> and his mission in life is to kill all of the gods mm-hmm. and smite all to of smite gods. all of the gods because he and He's his getting people. Revenge. Yeah, he and his people have worshipped this god for so many years and they were clearly not doing well in like a famine or something. Mm-hmm. He struggles with his daughter in this desert. And then it turns into this whole, basically a revenge story mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of him wanting to smite all of the gods. And I think this was one of the first Marvel movies where it didn't focus on like saving the earth mm-hmm. from the bad thing. It was very focused on, like, he just wants to kill the gods. Like, he doesn't care about the people. Right. Like, the people can live, but he just wants to kill the gods. But because it wasn't this, like, focus on world domination, Mm -hmm. it almost made his reasoning more, like, believable and more terrifying. Yes. Because he felt like a real person with real hatred and it wasn't just this like big powerful person that wants to be more powerful it was extremely relatable yeah because he's in deep pain and he's seeking revenge and we've all been there like mm-hmm. we've all yeah. we've all been in a spot or a space where we feel like we've been hurt by uh-huh. someone or something and we want to feel justified mm-hmm. and vindicated right and it's like that, but like at the most extreme level that you could ever feel. Also, I think probably most people have felt angry at God uh-huh. or whatever they believe in, whatever higher power yep. they believe in. And so that's also really relatable. Yeah, I thought that was like, as we were talking before about like the really heavy themes was the biggest theme throughout for Gore was very much like questioning religion and questioning god because Mm -hmm. you know obviously in this world there are like hundreds of religions because there are hundreds of gods thousands right but basically his whole point is like we're all fucking suffering down here Mm -hmm. and you're doing absolutely nothing to stop this Mm -hmm. and again like you were saying that is an incredibly relatable theme especially right now yeah you know like in this time period that we're living in when it just seems like like bad news, bad news, bad news. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are a lot of people out there right now that are like, wow, like just if there's a God, do something. Like fix this, please. Yeah. <laughs> and I think his journey 
was like you said very relatable but also obviously the extreme you know there's nobody out there that's like trying to shoot around eternity and kill gods but but that's why it was so terrifying yeah you know and just the manifestation of that and like you know his powers basically yeah like manifesting was just really creepy you Uh know it was just really unsettling and it was just a really well done yeah iteration of that i mean again i don't know anything about him in the comic books but like just a genuinely terrifying look as well like his it was giving it was giving a little voldemort Uh uh-huh yeah a little bit a touch i think there were a couple scenes unfortunately where i saw his skull cap that you make him bald I saw it like crinkle while he oh, was making not and I his was skull like cap crinkling. I was like no. But besides that, I mean absolutely perfect yeah. villain. Uh, perfect performance. Mm-hmm. Uh like really great motivations, really terrifying powers like he could appear and disappear like yeah. and shoot around and kind of like Voldemort. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I like completely agree. My my favorite villain in the Definitely Marvel series mine. that I've I mean out of the ones I've seen yeah. for sure. He was the scariest villain that has ever Terrifying. been in a fight. <laughs> yes. His parts, some of his scenes felt like we were watching a horror movie. Correct. Yeah. And that's probably why we loved this movie so much. It because felt, we love horror. We love yeah. It was a little bit like 80s campy. A little. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, it was a wonderful. lot. Yeah, which you <laughs> love that. Yeah, I've become like a fan of that too through you yep. because you've exposed me to that. Fans of what I grew up with, which are like the Labyrinth movies mm-hmm. and Dark Crystal. There are a lot of moments in the movie where it feels like you're almost inside mm-hmm. one of those movies. And it brought me so much joy, especially in like the very first planet that they're on and they're fighting those like bird things. Oh, uh-huh. They looked like the puppets from those movies. And I was just a kid in a candy store. Like mm-hmm. I was just like eating it up. So it definitely is a huge nod to like eighties fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I think what Marvel's doing with hiring and like producing movies with directors that can make the movie their own if you compare this with taika to dr strange with sam raimi Mm -hmm. like this was like how to succeed in doing that and dr strange was like how to fail in doing that yes because sam raimi was like you're gonna you're gonna like how i do it you're gonna like this like Uh it was like (laughs) being held at gunpoint to like yeah yeah you had to have all of these elements that felt so Sam Raimi Mm -hmm. that it was like unless you were a Sam Raimi fanboy you you probably wouldn't enjoy it Mm -hmm. um but this movie I think for the I can't see people not enjoying this movie I can't either and even I mean we were in a very full theater Mm -hmm. like almost like no seats empty and it seemed it was a very diverse audience yeah and i mean it seemed like it was really landing well with everyone the jokes absolutely were landing yeah well i mean yeah. everybody was cracking up i'm sure there were some like nerds being like i'm actually thor doesn't <laughs> do that in the movie in the comics i'm actually jane is not really you know right since you said jane can we can talk we about talk jane? about her triceps i don't know 
Ronnie Mac over there. Yeah. She looked absolutely incredible. I was like, dang, Natalie. I know. Go ahead, girl. Her character is always interesting to me because I really, I want to love her character. Mm -hmm. I really do. Like in my heart, I'm always just like, I really want to love you. And I think I do. But at the end of the day, her and Chris Hemsworth have zero chemistry. Yeah, none. And when they're trying to force chemistry between them, that for sure is my number one complaint about Mm. this movie and every other Thor movie that she's been in. Mm -hmm. I don't buy it. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with you. And it's a shame because separately, they're so wonderful. Uh Both of them, their performances are good. Their characters are amazing. But together, it's just like, mm, something's missing, you know? And it is the chemistry, you know? I think it is. It's even like they're they're like kissing scenes feel Mm, like forced, you know, nothing. I thought she did a great job as Mighty Thor. And it's just unfortunate that her and Chris Hemsworth just happened to be not not vibing at all. Yeah. The last thing I will say is not a negative. Um, It is very much a positive in that I also thought this was one of the most visually appealing yeah. movies I've seen probably like this year, but also like just in the Marvel universe because the visual effects were <laughs> in comparison to Dr. Strange. Yikes. Light years. Light beyond. years better. Um, even just like their, their, the shadow monsters are better than like the giant octopus in yeah, Doctor Strange. The, so like, Mike Wazowski shit. We know where yeah. Marvel's budget went and that's fine because yeah. this is just a better movie. Right. I thought that the VFX, the coloring, all of it was really great. And it was so great that even when the movie goes black and white, it's still beautiful. Yeah. I actually really loved that part. Yeah. It looked so beautiful the black and white scenes were some of the prettiest scenes they really were (laughs) which like I wasn't when when I saw where that was going I was like oh no like it's I I don't typically like when movies play off of black Mm -hmm. and white Mm -hmm. because it feels a little like forced but sometimes it's like a cop-out especially Mm. like dramas when they do black and white it like miss me with that right but this there was a reason for it yeah this wasn't that and the reason was so meaningful i think and like so symbolic that it made it even more beautiful yeah it was great so i'm curious to know Uh uh-huh because you were so excited for this movie for so so long yeah did it live up to your expectations uh, I think it exceeded them, actually. <gasps> really? Yeah, because I saw the Rotten Tomato score earlier mm-hmm. today. It's a 70%. It's mm-hmm. not great. I saw that, too. And I was like, okay, I need to put my expectations, like, a little lower. bit lower. Okay. And I think I mentally prepared myself. Um, And to be honest with you, like, I could have had the same amount of expectations and probably would have still loved it. Okay. Um. It is everything that I personally enjoy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you like Taika's style of humor, Mm -hmm. if you like superheroes, 80s fantasy, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those things, like you said, like I would find it hard to find a person that would hate this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are people out there that 
do and obviously sure. there are critics that hate it i think i mean when you say it like that i mean it is everything you want in a yeah. movie it's everything you love like all of those elements that you and just even said the horror like you said with, yeah like, horror scene. Mm-hmm. yeah it was like a, a ball like of abby a little bit of everything that abby likes in a movie correct which is probably why i also liked it yeah. because i just knew i personally enjoyed it but i was like Oh man, Abby loves this shit. Like <laughs> everything that happened, I was like, "This is Abby." Yeah, shit. yeah. It was like they made it for you. Just throw me in the movie; I'll fit right in. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I will say one more thing. Right before we give our reviews, okay. Russell Crowe has <gasps> one of my favorite cameos. Amazing. He plays Zeus, and I was not expecting him to have like a heavy Greek accent. No. I was expecting him to just have like the standard like fake British accent mm-hmm. that they give every you know one else yeah. in the Marvel. And they gave him this heavy Greek accent that just like you have to honestly, you just need to see this movie just to see Russell Crowe. Just Crow. to see it. Yeah, but he sounds like Michael Scott in the office when he plays Meekus. Yes, <laughs> when he goes, <laughs> when he goes to Andy's like sale pitch or yes. whatever, and he's and it worked so. It was so funny. Man, that was a really funny scene, actually. Yeah. So overall, I mean, I'm gonna just say it, and I don't think this is gonna surprise anybody. It's a large for me, a large yeah. popcorn for sure. It's actually gonna be a large for me too. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I this is definitely like one of my favorite Marvel movies of yeah. like the ones I've seen. I'm going to revisit this movie a lot. It's going to be a comfort yeah. movie for me, I think. I can see that happening for you, yeah. for sure. It's going to it's going to be on our TV a lot in the future. Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with that. I accept that. I fully accept that. What I really wish is that next week we could just see this over again. Yeah. But unfortunately, there is another movie to see next week, which we will bring you a review of promptly Friday morning as always. And that is going to be the movie adaptation of the book Where the Crawdads Sing. Mm-hmm. Where the Crawdads I Way out yonder. Where the Crawdads Where them sing. Crawdads Sing. So... I read the book. Caitlin did not. I feel a certain way. So we'll see. That'll be a fun episode. We will see. <laughs> I might like I might like the movie better than I liked the Maybe book. Maybe so. Um, but that will be our next episode coming up in a week from now. But for now, I hope you guys just have a great and restful weekend. And please go see Thor. Please see Thor. Please have a good weekend. We missed you. We missed all of you. And thanks for joining us on the ride home. Mm-hmm.